I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. The way that we are failing ourselves and each other is by believing that our bodies are the measuring stick for our worth. Like, that is not how it should be. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? Love to hear what you think. For episode 19, we're bringing back our friend Natalie Mazzarella of Where Are Where You Are Now. Now, last time she talked about how she takes her own awesome photos for her website and Instagram. This time, however, we're focusing on her inspiring mission, championing body positivity across social media. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking? I'm actually going simple today with a mimosa because I love a good mimosa. I know, I know. It's you know, it's the morning time, so I just feel like I probably should drink these more than some of the other drinks I have. Um but yes, yeah, mimosa simple, just a little bottle of champagne and some OJ. Call it a day. <laughs> Call it a morning. I was well, I was just gonna say you actually kind of came up with a little poem there. OJ, <laughs> call it a day. Uh-huh. You know? Um, well, I love, I love, love, love a good mimosa. But what I've actually been doing is I've been making a ton of iced tea mm. lately. Mm-hmm. So I am I am, and I think I've talked about this before. I I can't drink coffee. Right. I can't even drink um calf decaf coffee. I love it. I love the smell of it, but it gives me headaches. Um, for some because the it's gonna sound weird because the caffeine and tea releases slower. My brain can't can handle it. <laughs> my brain can't handle coffee. Um, so. Everybody gives me tea and I have this habit that I'll like, especially at Trader Joe's and like specialty stores, I'll buy a bunch of tea and then I come home and I'm like, I have so much tea. Why do I have all this tea? So I've been making pitchers of iced tea and just drinking it. True yeah. story. Just like drinking like almost a full pitcher of iced tea every day. That's good though. I mean, that, it that's is. better than like, I don't know, than you could be drinking like soda or whatever I well mean. basically what we drink at home is i mean when we're not having having a, a good cocktail here and there um you know we drink seltzer water mm-hmm. um love a good seltzer water and um just regular water and tea and alex yeah. drinks cold brew he loves cold brew mm. so we're kind of a very simple household and then of course ariel drinks milk yeah Milk and water. That's about it. I had, oh, I haven't had real milk in so long. And the other day she handed me her bottle and like stuffed it in my face. Not bottle. It's like, um, it's a sippy cup and, um, stuffed it in my face. And I was like, oh, okay. So I took a sip or I was pretending to take a sip, but some of it came out. Real milk. I haven't had real milk in years. And it was just like, it was like drinking cream or yeah. something. It was like, yeah. I usually drink almond milk. So it was very strange. To yeah. Me, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. Um, so as, as we said, we're going to be talking about um, body positivity on social media, which um, it, yes, social media. I mean, I'm going to say something. It gets a bad rap when it comes to how we perceive our bodies, you know, I don't know about you, Jesse. When I was growing up, we were both short for one thing. We just get that out of the way. Both Jesse and I are in the. Are you five one? Two. 
Five two. Okay, so we're I'm four eleven, so we're both under the you know the normal or what would you say the average height yeah. for women, and that's just average height. So you know, I know I never looked like those women on the front of the magazines that were you know five ten five eleven. Their leg was probably about the size of my arm, kind of thing, and so I've always had those kind of weird issues with with body positivity um it's been something i've struggled with over the years and i've never been a particularly big person you know i i've definitely had my bigger days and my my thinner days i think we all have um so it's social media now that it's such a you know now we're not just looking at the covers of magazines we have it on our phones and we're scrolling through photos and we see all of these thin women in bikinis and on beach. Even, even with the pandemic going on, I see it all the time and it's kind of like, okay, I'm never going to look like that. It's, it, it can be disheartening in a well, lot of I ways. I think what happens is there's so, there's a line between reality and you know, what's, what's Instagram and what's reality True. thing. And I think what's unfortunate is that there's so many young people on Instagram that haven't yet, um, figured that had out the mindset to, to really understand that that's really what's going on, that that's not yeah. real life, that, that a lot mm-hmm. of it is not real life. And I think that's why there's yeah. been a bigger push to be a little bit more authentic and real and inclusive, and inclusive. And, you know, with all shapes, sizes, ethnicities, races, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, that's another big part of it. Yeah. All the things. So I think, um, I think that's where social media has gone a little bit awry is showing not being clear on where that line is drawn between yeah. reality and for making people feel like there is a certain bar that is. Set. Yeah. And it's and as, I, and as I said, I think it went from like, you know, us just seeing it, you know, because you and I are you and I are I don't know if we're older millennials or what we would be considered, but we're millennials. So we remember a time when we weren't on social. There was no such thing as social media. If you wanted to see a model, it was in a fashion magazine. Um, And then sometimes you could like go on a web, you know, one of those gossip websites or something like that and see them. But now it's it's really it's all over the place because we are on TikTok and, and Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, even you're seeing like the quote behind the scenes of these women but we we know that still even their behind the scenes look so perfect compared to what life actually is um and that you're right it, i think there needs to be a little bit more of a um disclaimer shall we say on that i was actually surprised the other day i got um you know victoria's secret has really been seen as kind of a dinosaur in in a lot of how they've handled um inclusivity and I actually saw a model who was on the larger side in their in their newest magazine and I was just it just was like wow they're actually even starting to include women who have curves you well, know? I think it's just I think it's the idea of normalizing all different shapes and you know because it is normal. bigger shouldn't just be bigger yeah. it should just be normal and and, and exactly sort of even 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 getting away from like yeah okay she's smaller she's bigger but based on what like yeah yeah, exactly. So. Based on this unattainable idea, and we've we you know we've had in our brains. I you know we met Natalie in episode two, and I know I mentioned this. I I actually met her a couple of years ago. I've been following her on Instagram before we met, and I always loved how she 
approach social media where, you know, she's also a short girl like us. She's not going to look like one of those women on the front of the magazines. And, you know, she really had such a positive spin on being that, quote, different in what we consider the norm for a specific body type where we would want to see on social media. And it it was so as someone who has taken so many photos and and but then looked at them and been like, oh, I'm not going to post that photo because I look huge or you can see cellulite on my thigh or, you know, you can see my extra chin, <laughs> you know, and she was just somebody who embraced every everything about her. And it's so funny because sometimes you sometimes you see somebody on Instagram and you think that they're all about something and then you meet them and they're they're not. She really is somebody who is a very positive individual and a very um, open individual. So, you know, it was really great to meet her and, and get to talk about that. Um, and especially after having Ariel and not being able to lose, lose the baby weight, you know, it's, it's been emotional. It's been an emotional mm-hmm. time for me, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you look, and you look so fabulous because you actually were just featured for, you know, how you've done on your eating program and everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's not for me, it wasn't about the weight. No, or, no, or, no. Or how I looked. It was more about what, Healthy. I, always, what I always say, how to adult better and yep. just to make my body feel better as, as we get older, things yep. slow down and things don't move as well and things don't work as well. And so yep. I'm trying to just set myself up for a long term or long, more longer term success for yep. the way I look and feel and mainly the way I feel. Um, but in turn, if you feel better, you're just going to have more confidence with who you are mm-hmm. as a person, regardless of your shape or the way you look. So, But that's what I'm getting at. Like, we need to stop focusing on necessarily what we look like and what we feel like. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, the whole idea behind bos- body positivity and why I love Natalie's take so much on, on what she is. So anyways, we're going to let her talk about it you may remember natalie mazzarella editor and creator of the blog and instagram where you are now from episode two and she shared her tips and tricks for taking her own photos this time she's talking about positive body positivity on Mm -hmm. social media All right, we are back with another episode. We are bringing one of our past guests back on the show because we love her so much. We have Natalie Mazzarella with us today, and uh, we are excited to talk to her about something a little different uh, than our last conversation. We're going to be talking about one of her main topics that she likes to cover on her Instagram about body positivity and how we can shape our mindset and really allow us to have that positive feeling about ourselves as we are thinking about social media and our content creation. So welcome back, Natalie. We are so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, first off, spill the details on what you're drinking. (laughs) Oh, uh, white wine, a little glass of Sauvignon Blanc. So Natalie, we've been friends for a couple of years now, but please, you know, and, and our audience, uh, if you haven't listened to episode two yet, uh, you might want to check that out because Natalie gave us some great tips about uh, how to take your own photos. But for those of, for those of uh, our audience who haven't listened to that, 
little introduce yourself again for us. Sure, sure. So um, as everybody said, my name is Natalie. I am a publicist and content creator. Um, By day, I work in public relations. I'm an executive director of a PR and communications agency. And by night and weekend, I am a content creator and influencer. Um, You can find me on Instagram at NatMaz. And my blog is where you are now. Um, mostly I talk about, um, I do some lifestyle and fashion content, but I really like to play on the narrative that, um, women, uh, have visual memories and that's often tied to the clothes we were wearing when things, uh, happen in our lives, good, bad, and ugly. Um, so kind of playing on the, the idea that fashion plays an integral role in, uh, making memories and where you are in your life. And I completely agree because I can't tell you how many times I've thought to myself, I was wearing this Mm -hmm. when this happened. Mm -hmm. Kate, you have an incredible memory. She (laughs) dates and, yeah, what you were wearing and who was there. Oh, I'm the same way. I know. It's a little My husband hates it. My husband (laughs) hates it sometimes because I can be like, remember when you said this? And he's like, no, of course Mm not. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the reasons why, you know, we talked last time about why you are such an inspiring person on Instagram and why you have such a dedicated following. And again, if you, if people haven't checked you out already, it is at NatMaz. But one of the reasons why your feed is so inspiring is because you are a champion of body positivity. How did that become kind of one of your platforms? Sure. So I think like probably anybody who's listening to this podcast, you know, I've had experiences in my life where I haven't felt the best about myself or I've had, you know, negative feedback coming my way. Um, It's always sort of been something that has been important to me. You know, growing up, I wanted to see people who looked like me in mainstream media. I wanted to see fashion models that looked like me. The bulk of my career has been in fashion. And I think now in finally in 2020, we're reaching a place where people are a little bit more open about what's considered an ideal body and what's considered an acceptable uh, representation of of a body in, in mainstream media. But I spent so much of my life yearning for that. And because I wasn't seeing it, feeling like in some way, shape or form, I was not measuring up or I, or I was less than, or I wasn't doing enough. And, you know, launching this platform, it just was a topic that I couldn't not talk about. Um, you know, I thought if I can help somebody else or, you know, just contribute to that narrative in some way, then it was something that I had to do. I love that. I love that. I think, um, I see it a lot as a photographer where a lot of my clients get nervous about being in front of the camera and they feel like they have to look a certain way. And we're so inundated with what you called like looking at what the perfect body type is. And, Mm -hmm. and it's so good to, and I agree now in 2020, it's becoming more common for that to, you know, for us to be more acceptable, accepting of what different body types are and not to have it be at the forefront of every single topic of, Mm -hmm. you know, discussion of, you know, from, you know, clothes to what we're eating to where we're going and traveling and everything. I felt like it was everywhere we were seeing these bodies that needed to be perfect. And now people are, you know, even in advertising, I'm seeing like Mm -hmm. all different shapes and sizes. Which is so good. Which it's about damn time. Just I know. I know. (laughs) Oh no, totally. Let's show everything. And it's, you know, it used to be that you just see the models on the front of the the Mm -hmm. magazines. But now, you know, you you've got 
reg, well, quote, regular people that are on Instagram, that are on TikTok, that are on all kinds. And I'm, I'm not good at TikTok. I haven't figured out TikTok at all yet. But, you Don't know, feel bad. I just made my first reel yesterday. I saw it and it was good. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah, you know, I still haven't done that, you know. So, but you're seeing these supposed regular people and they, mm-hmm. you know, they're stick thin. And, and, you know, if you have that, you know, there was like Twiggy in the 60s. She was just naturally that thin. So there are those people, but then you know that there are people that are just killing themselves to look exactly well and I think I think to your to your point Kate that's that's really what it's about is that the Italy looks a certain way that means mm-hmm. the media has always portrayed is wrong either it's the mm-hmm. idea that everything is acceptable and everyone is beautiful and I think the biggest theme here is that the way that we are failing ourselves and each other is by believing that our bodies are the measuring stick for our worth like that is not how it should be not how it should have ever been. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's finally something people are a little bit more comfortable talking about. And I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to see it. And how is, you know, from an influencer's perspective, how has your body image changed since social media has become like all encompassing from the beginning to like now when you've kind of done that evolving? What's interesting is I feel like a there are people who say it's been harder or they've been harder on themselves. And I, I have trended in the very much opposite direction where I actually feel more comfortable now, probably than I did even when I, when I started content creation. And for anybody who hasn't visited my site, I am five feet tall on a good day. I am very (laughs) small. I am. You're talking two other short girls here. So (laughs) I never even made it to five feet. So yeah, exactly. Like I am very short. I have big hair. I, you know, I have, I'm a curvy Italian woman and that is not something that I ever thought would be accepted or appreciated in as far as like the traditional fashion blogger goes, you know, because what you see from, from the successful side, that's not typically the body type, but, um, the more I did content creation and the more that I kind of rolled things out on, on my site and on my Instagram feed, the more comfortable I felt, the more, um, open I felt to taking some risk and trying some different things. And it's just really been, it's been a very positive experience there, of course, um, have been negative things that have, that have come with that. I had a, an Instagram troll situation a couple of years ago that I wrote an article about, and it was the most visits I have ever gotten to my website in one day ever, because I just was like, no, you don't get to do this. So that I, you know, felt like I needed to just say something about it. And, you know, that comes with the territory, but for the most part, it's been very, very positive. We'll have to share that article in the show notes. Cause that would be really interesting. In yeah. It's called, uh, Dear Body Shamers. Mm. <laughs> so has your has this sort of changed over time just because of your experience? I know that just from my own personal experience, I am sort of just over it. And maybe it's because is it just because I'm getting older and I just don't care? Or is it because I've subconsciously shifted my mindset to say, you know what, this is who I am. So is it a combination of like experience where it's like, you're just used to it? Or is it a combination of getting older and just not like worrying about it? Is it a maturity thing? What do you think over time has, has allowed you to sort of let go of that and embrace and make it easier? I think it's a combination, you know, with age comes wisdom, as much as that pains me to say age, but yes, with age comes wisdom. None of us are old, none of us are old. None of us are old, but none of us are, you know, the the 20 year olds either on Instagram. Um, I think that's part of it. I think experience, you know, as I said, getting, getting more comfortable, I think 
being a part of the greater narrative of, of people speaking up for themselves and being, you know, being a part of this movement in this moment where um, acceptance and self-love is, is such a hot topic, thankfully. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit, a little bit all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, that's the way I've been dealing with it for me. It's, it's part of it. It's just, yeah, I, I, this is who I am. I'm not, you know, going to change my, my look is probably going to be the same until I continue to age and Mm -hmm. it's fine. And, and I think, um, you know, I, I do think though, when I was younger, I would have been a little bit more self-conscious about, what angle and how I'm looking and oh can we redo this photo where now I'm like oh no it looks great it's fine yeah it looks Listen, great everybody has good and bad days myself included I definitely have days where I'm like I'm just really having a bad face day or a bad body day or a bad <laughs> whatever day, you know where you're just like, you're like who is this who is this person <laughs> what um but that's very normal and I think it's it's just understanding that there's that there are highs and lows but again that that's not the measuring stick for your worth in any way and what I think is valuable about creating content is, you know, as you said, sometimes you'll see a shot and you'll be like, that is, I I literally don't know who that person is because, oh my God. But then you also have really great shots where you're like, I don't know who that person is. That's me. And that is really inspiring to, to see sometimes how things can turn out. And that's what I, that's what I find um, really fulfilling is that Mm. you you don't necessarily have to look like a fashion model to create something really interesting. And that's, um, really fun. Now I, I still haven't, you know, I've got an almost 17 month old and I still haven't lost the baby weight. In fact, Jesse and I talk about this quite often because she's like, she's been doing this healthy eating thing. And so I've just kind of gotten onto it. There are so many times where, especially since, you know, since having Ariel, I just haven't, I've taken a picture and I think to myself, you know, this is going to look fantastic. And then I look at it and I'm just like, I would never, ever post that photo. That's just absolutely terrible. Do you ever do? I mean, we talked about this last time where you've, you know, you're planning and you're, you, 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 you practice your poses. Do you ever have like a photo shoot where you're like, oh, this is going to look awesome. And then it comes back and you're like, I'm not posting that. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah. How do you, com- how do you like combat that? This is more for me than I think anybody yeah, else. I, I need to hear you know, it. I think when you're, when you're creating something from scratch, I don't know if you've ever seen this, I don't know if it's a meme or a, a, just like a Pinterest thing, but it's like the, it talks about the creative process and it's basically like, this is great. I am great. This is shit. I am shit. Am I shit? Oh, wait, no, it's great again. And that's just sort of like the, the, the roller coaster of creation, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have good and you're going to have bad, and then you're going to have what you think is bad. And then you look back on it six months later and you're like, actually, that wasn't that bad. Um, I'm a big, a big believer in um, last episode. I know we, t- um, episode two, we talked about batching content and I'm a big believer in that process because I will go back and use that content and I will tell you that there are photos that I took, you know, two, three years ago that at the time I was like, oh, Lord, that is not my best angle. That's not my best shot or that's not how I wanted this to turn out. And then I will look at it today and I'll be like, oh, that's actually not so bad or that's usable or I can do something interesting with that. So I think it's just it's a journey. It is a, you know, a self-acceptance journey and you're going to have highs and lows. And I want everybody who's listening to understand that they're in no means Anyone who's created content never has a hundred percent perfect content. Like it's just part of, it's just part of the process. 
It's like a writer. They're never quite done with oh, yeah. the piece of writing until they actually just hit the save and close it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do we get past comparing ourselves to others? It, it's so easy. You know, we kind of talked about this earlier. It's so many easy to look at those, you know, retouched perfect bodies on Instagram and social media and, and kind of feel discouraged. How do we get past that? I think you kind of started talking about that. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to feel like the grass is always greener somewhere else, right? Like if, if I was taller, if I was this, if I was this, then I could. And I think if then can be kind of a dangerous thing to think. Um, but remember that everybody feels that way. So even people who you think have it all together or who look a certain way or who have something that you don't, they don't feel 100% um, comfortable or fulfilled necessarily either, you know, because they're thinking that there are things about themselves that they would want to change. So everybody in some way, shape or form is on this journey. Um, Everybody's in a little bit of a different place, but um, kindness, you know, kindness is key. Kindness to yourself, kindness to others about it. and, And just remembering that we're all kind of, we're all kind of dealing with it in our own way. Well, I think also, um, you know, Kate, to your point, you know, you you would say like, oh, I would never post that photo, right? But to be part of the narrative and maybe post that photo, even if that photo is imperfect, it's still you and it's mm. it's mm-hmm. participating in the narrative that we don't have to be what we think is perfect, right? That so, is true, right? So I think, and also, you know, I'm... I'm I only know what I know and know what I see and read. And I, I, a lot of this goes back to mindset and maybe Natalie, you can talk about the way you, you know how to shift your mindset. But what I've seen people say is instead of thinking, Oh, my thighs are so big. You have to say like, these thighs have traveled. Yeah. These thighs have taken me places. These, these thighs helped bear the child mm-hmm. I have who is beautiful and amazing. Thanks for the therapy session, guys. <laughs> so, in situations where I think, oh boy, these stretch marks look terrible. I'm like, you know what? I've grown into these thighs and grown into a great person. You have to like really start. So that's sort of the mindset, mindset shifts I've seen people try and use and teach people how to use that that shift. So Natalie, I don't know if you have anything to add on that in terms of, yeah, like when we see this, how do we, what tools in our own daily lives can we use to overcome that? Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there, right? You know, picking apart what you, what you think your perceived flaws are, the best way to combat that is, is exactly what you said, reminding yourself that like, oh, and I actually have done a few posts specifically on that. Um, I hated my legs growing up because as I mentioned earlier, I'm five foot nothing and I danced ballet for 18 years. My, my legs are built like a brick shit house. They are just <laughs> really strong muscular yep. legs. They're not lean. They're not long. They're not any of that. And I, I, I talked about that in a couple of posts I've done, which is, you know, they've, they've taken me places. I've walked miles. I've run five K's. I've danced for, you know, 18 years. I've, they carry me around. They, I feel like, you know, they're my strongest asset. They help me carry the weight of what I'm dealing with every day. And I think thinking about it in that term is a healthier way forward versus like, I have kind of, you know, stocky short legs. It's just not a, it's not a, it's not a positive way to think about it. Um, you know, and it, it's a process. It's not the easiest thing to do. And, and 
as I said before, you have positive days and you have negative days. And for me, if I'm having a negative body day, I just shut it down. Like I'm not posting anything. I'm not taking any photos. Give yourself some grace and space. Like you can have a bad day. Give yourself a day. Tomorrow's a fresh start. Like start over with a positive mindset and, you know, it's the best you can do. I love that. Take a break. Yeah, you've definitely given me something to think about with that. Now I'm feeling a lot better. Um, so there seems to be two camps, right? There seems to be the camp that social media is bad for body image, for, um, you know, self-esteem, self-confidence. And then there seems to be the camp that, well, it's our, you know, you have your own, you have your own space, your own corner of the internet to make your own voice heard. And that can be actually very healthy. Which side would you argue? Which, which do you see, do you, or do you see both camps as being kind both. of right? Yeah. I see both. I think for people who are younger and still trying to understand their, their identity or their comfortable, happy place in the world, I think it can be detrimental sometimes um, because comparison is obviously the first place that anybody's going to go. And it's a really dangerous thing. I also see the positives of it because I think there's much more content out in the world these days that talks about self-love and positivity and, and, um, embracing who you are. So I think it just depends on what content you're absorbing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read a bunch of articles and I've seen things. And I'm sure you guys have as well, that, you know, if it's not serving you, if there's a channel you're following, or there's some co- sort of content that's popping up in your feed, that is not serving you. that is detrimental to you. That is negative more than it's positive. Unfollow it. Like it's not a, it's not a healthy, happy place to, to be absorbing from. So, um, it's not a good thing to engage with if you can avoid it. I think that's also, yeah, I I know some people I need to unfollow now. (laughs) Not going to name names. I know. I know. I mean, we all do. We all do. And and again, everybody has their own little corner of the internet and Mm -hmm. it's up to you as the user to determine what you, what you actually want to absorb. And for, for younger people, if we're talking about like kids, teenagers or whatever, it's up to the parents to determine what is the, what is the proper thing to absorb. So we don't go down Mm -hmm. a path where, where things can be really negative. Um, you know, one thing we when we talked about earlier, um, which I wanted to circle back to, is being very honest and forthright about what you put out on the internet. So I always do a photo shoot outtakes roundup on my stories, typically after I've done a shoot where I've, you know, batched some content with one of my photographers where we've shot for a few hours, we have a whole bunch of images. And that's usually they're my most engaged stories I ever post because people <laughs> are like, thank you for showing me actually what some of these look like. Or I do love these. You do. I mean, they are bad. <laughs> there are some really, really questionable. You and Yen- Danielle. Oh my God. Some of the photos. So, um, uh, Jesse, I don't know if we've talked about a sequin life, the two of them, they do a lot of pictures together. And I mean, they're like, they're like us when we get together, it's the same. Like, so when we did the photos for this, Jesse did include, cause Jesse's a photographer. So yeah. her husband yeah. came out and did the shots and she edited and she sent me over some of the outtakes <laughs> and we're totally going to use them eventually on stories and stuff. do it. It do was it. I mean, there's like one of us where both of us are kind of woof, whooshing our hair back and, you know, eyes closed, mouth open. Yeah, know, eyes closed, mouth open, like weird faces. You're like, I didn't, I don't even remember my face. Why did I make that face? Um, yeah, blinded. Who doesn't follow her a sequent life? Um, Danielle, she's my my bestest friend here in Boston. So she also wonderful. does a lot of body positivity stuff yes. too. Yeah. So who, if someone's thinking, if someone is listening to this and they're thinking to themselves like, 
you know what, I need to be more positive about my body and I need to share that with people and, and really make that a part of my platform. What would you suggest they do to get, in, you know, get involved in that and start to post stuff about it? How would they do that? I mean, understanding, I think, what your personal narrative on the topic is, is really important because, as we said before, everybody has a, has a different journey. So I think thinking about how you want to talk about it or what specifically you want to say, um, I think it's really helpful to surround yourself with like-minded people. So following other people in the community who are also talking about a similar topic or, you know, whether it's body positivity or self-love or gender identity, whatever it is for you. Um, I think it's really, it's a really smart thing because it kind of gives you some courage, right? If you feel like you're surrounded by people who get you or who are doing what you're doing, even if it's just through screens or through an app, um, it just kind of gives you a little extra push. I also think one, one thing I love about your feed is it, it, it's a mix of, you can tell that there is, there's definitely like the professional photos, but then there's also like, you can tell it's very authentic. And I find like, even in my own feed now, I'm, you know, it's a very curated feed because I am a photographer. A lot of my images mm-hmm. are, you know, they are not necessarily retouched, but edited and this, but I, so I think, I think if it, if it's a, if it's a platform for body positivity, maintaining that like good balance of like, and being, I don't want to use the word responsible, but that's the only thing I can think of is like being responsible with your content so that, you know, it really comes across as real and authentic and that you're, um, you're being intentional, I guess, about it. I, that was something that was very important to me from the get-go as as we talked about is just making sure that that was a part of of my narrative and of my Mm -hmm. brand identity and kind of debunking this like perceived perfection, which I think was very prevalent on the early on days of, you know, sort of influencers becoming a thing and, and Instagram really becoming something that people were monetizing and creating these massive followings. I just was like, I, I can't participate in that because that doesn't feel real, but that's also not who I am at all. So how do I try to have a balance of, you want beautiful images and you want to create really good content, but you also want it to be something that feels like you. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a process just like self-love is a process, just like body positivity is a process and just sort of figuring out what that balance is for you. I love it. I love it. So remind our listeners where they can find you, where they can get more information if they want um, to read your blog or follow you on Instagram. Where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at natmaz, which is N-A-T-M-A-Z-Z. And you can find my blog at whereyouarenow.com and where is W-E-A-R. As I said, it was helpful for me to have this conversation. I needed to be reminded that we're all beautiful, no matter what we look like, how we're shaped, that we're, you know, even if we're not that stick thin model on the front, especially, you know, just to embrace ourselves. And I also appreciated what she said about social, you know, because I had been looking at it as kind of the enemy in a lot of ways. Um, I appreciated what she said about social media being a force for good and allowing us to have these conversations because maybe you know, we weren't seeing that kind of inclusivity when it was just the fashion models in the magazines. You know, we are starting to see it now with social media. So maybe that is kind of the force for good. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the the things Natalie said that really resonated with me was, you know, we should not use our bodies as the measuring stick for our work. I love that. And I think this goes pretty much for everybody. So even, 
if you in your mind think that you're a bigger person, that you shouldn't use that as a measurement of who you are as a human. And the same if you are on the thinner side. Let's start thinking about who you are as a human and use that. And how you feel, you know. Yes. Confidence, you know, one of the things we say at the beginning of the show is to create content with confidence. And I think confidence has been and something we've touched on a lot. Confidence is so key in every aspect of our lives and of our businesses. So just being confident in who we are and working on that. Yeah, the mindset, um, the mindset is huge. And I love the fact mm-hmm. that Natalie said, you know, it's okay to, to have those good days and bad days. And if you're having a bad day, if you're feeling like you just are not up for it, yep. don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Nobody's going to miss you because you missed one day where you didn't show an Instagram story because maybe you were feeling a little bloated that day. Yeah. It's okay. And so the confidence, I think, just comes from a few different places, allowing yourself some grace and like mm-hmm. power empowerment to say no when you yeah. know it's not your best day. But then also just shifting your mindset as you know, I had, you know, talked in the interview with Natalie, you know, shifting your mindset to okay, like, you know, I know that you've got the baby and like, you know, you've had the challenges with the baby weight, but knowing like you made a human. Like that's yeah, yeah. Well, and you were talking about you know your legs taking you places. Like you have to, you do, you have to be grateful to your body for what it does for you. And I think that that goes back to how you're, you know, you've been kind of on this healthy plan of you know treating your body. Like there's, you know, people used to make fun of those people that would say like treat your body like a temple, but it truly is how we should be treating our bodies. And that doesn't necessarily mean eating all organic foods and stuff like that, but kind of honoring them for what they are and what they've done for us. Because Mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of people that they're, they're, you know, I don't love my legs, but there's a lot of people that may not have legs or may not be able to walk. And so, you know, you have to be grateful for what you have and kind of realize that it's at at least you got something going on for you. My God, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think just just giving giving everybody some grace and not feeling like you have to meet the standards Mm -hmm. that, you know, the industry and, you know, has set for what they believe is beautiful because we all know that everybody has their ability to be beautiful no matter what. So, And I, I would suggest reading that piece um, from by Natalie, Dear Body Shamers. I read it right before we came on to record this. And it really is, um, it's not the first time I've read it, but um, it really is a great read. And it kind of is like, you know, when you were talking about the industry and, and what it's dictated, it's kind of like, well, why, why are we following what some person behind behind a screen or any and behind a a basic wall is going to tell us you know Mm -hmm. we 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 should be dictating how we feel and 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 what we we do and and having this space to talk about it on instagram on you know any kind of social media is a is a blessing in a way and that's that definitely changed my mindset about that talk about changing mindsets Mm -hmm. so thank you so much for listening to cocktails and content creation we hope this conversation has been helpful if you want to check out the show notes head to cocktailsandcontentcreation.com we are going to have um, natalie's article as well as a lot of other resources on there make sure to join our facebook group cocktails and content creation community and leave us a comment you can follow us on instagram we can also we'd also love it if you'd leave us a review as jesse said at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the show we'd love to read about what you guys thinking 
You can email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kane Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at fashionlykate and co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Or if you're a brand photographer looking to learn more about brand photography, I am at the Brand Photographer Method. Make sure to tune in next time for another amazing episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. And until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. <laughs> <laughs>